Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at GainaTrucking.com. We will get to an article from Ross Dellinger about NIL in one second. A couple texts to address from the end of the first hour. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but there's a guy named Ross on the text line. Okay. Ross. And I told you that I played your country club a lot in high school. Okay. Now... He just brought up a very, very rough memory for me, real quick. Ross did, yeah. One that I try to, you know, try to push to the side, but you're gonna bring it back just, up. You open up the flesh wound here. Are you gonna bring it up to? Ross says I helped keep you out of state your senior year at York. Coach Stu wasn't happy about that. What happened? I don't. Well, yeah, I was. I was. You know, the top. I think top ten or fifteen people at districts go to state. You're playing a district at York. Were you playing district at York? Yes, senior year. I had a really bad, really bad front nine. Shot like a 46. Terrible. Terrible. It's like 10 over. Had a really good back nine. I brought it back. Shot a 39 in the back. I think he had an 85. And Coach Stu tells me, hey, I think you made it. I think, he's like, congrats. I think you made it. You made and, it. You and made then the girls' must... tournament? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I, it was a bad score. I shouldn't. You know, that's yeah. not deserving of state. I'm not, I'm not saying that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did enough to make it. And then, I don't know if it was Ross or somebody came, whoever Ross is, somebody comes in and, and, and they take the last spot. He's like, uh, Oh, Ross. And so, Sip Stu's like, uh, I'm sorry. You, oh. didn't, you didn't make it. That's my senior year of high school. That's oh, my last okay. Year. I'm not going to make light of that. So seriously. You open up, a, you know, it's like, yeah, you, you push that in the, in the past. Sorry. Now it's right back. Yeah. Ross, what's your last name? I won't say it on the air. You text it. I'll, I'll keep it private. Hey. What school did you go to? I'm not, I am or honestly. Or you a, a coach. I'm honestly not gonna. That was rough. Take a dig at you. I'm sorry about what I said about the well, girls. Again, tournament. there's no 85 is terrible. That that should not qualify for state. It didn't deserve it. My front nine, I screwed myself. I, I didn't deserve to even have a chance. I dug deep on the back. Man, you know, it, it, 85 doesn't deserve to go to state. Just fact. What happened on the front nine? Uh, well, I got, I got nervous. Did you? That's district. Everything's on the line, man. I was topping shots. I was been out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure I five putted a green. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I five putted or four putted number two that day. You the part three. You you choked. Oh, I, I I had a lot of chokes in high school. I was not I was not clutch at all. I did really? one. I won two tournaments. But you kind of grew out of that because now you're kind of a clutch dude. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, also, one more. Uh, Everyone's saying you should go to the Ozark Amphitheater for, for okay because you know you like Ozark, yeah. The show the and, Ozark seems fitting. And is for that you. Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. That's yeah, that's Saturday because tonight's in Cedar Rapids. Tomorrow is in the Ozark. Amphitheater. Are you suggesting that I have sort of a hick bent when you say I, that I you have said a, that yourself? I didn't say anything about hick bent. What do you, why would I fit in the Ozark? Because you like the show Ozark. Oh, okay, you could go see where Marty Bird lines everything up at. 
lines, uh, lines everything and, and up. And by the way, Greg and Myrtle Beach, before we move on, says this. Uh, of course, Sip should come to South Carolina. See their live next Friday in Greenville. Come in Greenville. join come join Greg front row at Seether. In Greenville. I don't know, Greg, are you a Seether fan? Well, <laughs> Greg's a good dude, is what he is. And he's very, very, very good friend to us. Scott says people usually don't travel for Seether. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Gus was not impressed with Seether. Well, it, you know, it's fine. Okay. Let's get to you want to get to this, this Yeah. Uh saw this, pull this off? saw this from Ross Dellinger fsi.com yesterday. Uh, the article is titled College Leaders Urging NCAA to Enforce New NIL Guidelines or Else. Uh, it says also ADs say schools with boosters who have struck deals with players who have not yet signed with school should be sanctioned. This was uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, inside the Hyatt Regency at Ganey Ranch. Uh, this Ross says, dozens of the most powerful people in college sports milled about, parading through the ex- expansive lobby, uh, basking in the sun. He says, uh, the majority landed deep within conference meeting rooms, searching for answers to what's become the largest seismic quandary in the industry, the rapidly escalating donor-fueled bidding war for college football and men's basketball players. There's a good quote from Colorado Athletic Director Rick George. Yes. He's, who says, this is the Colorado Athletic Director. This is the time we have to put our stake in the ground. Enough, he says, exclamation point. This is not acceptable. What we're doing is not good for intercollegiate athletics, and it has to stop. Um, college leaders, according to the article, are strongly urging the NCA enforcement team to begin investigating what they deem to be obvious recruiting violations past and present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is where now now this is where <clears throat> this is going to get the attention of officials at Nebraska. Yes, at Nebraska. Yep. Because because you know Nebraska not because Nebraska is doing anything wrong. I'm not suggesting that, but Nebraska is an active participant in obviously, and a very organized participant. According to the article, donor-led collectives that have struck deals with players, I'm not saying Nebraska did this, but this is what this article is saying. Donor-led collectives that have struck deals with players before they sign binding letters of intent are violating rules, says George, one of the leaders of an NCAA working group that will soon publicize additional NIL guidelines. Okay, that's what you've been at. That's what you've been asking for. That's what I've been asking for. That's what a lot of people guidelines. That's <laughs> guidelines. Guidelines. And what? Y- Please. Y- and we have to see what these look like. They're they're right now. There's an NCA working group that are that are in the midst of finalizing these guidelines. So they these guidelines are expected to help regulate these NIL deals. That, according to the article, are encouraging current players to remain on their. Oh, no, th- what they want is these guidelines to encourage mm-hmm. current players to remain on their teams and induce recruits to sign with their schools. I don't know what the hell to make of all this, Jake. They want the NCAA to crack down. Okay. Now, there's an obvious problem with that the NCAA isn't equipped to crack down. Okay, so I don't 
how is NCA a force NCA enforcement going to occur occur at the necessary level? Do we restock the NCA enforcement staff? Do we enhance? Do we start hiring a lot of NCA enforcement officials, knowing that the NCAA is tenuous? It's weak right now, right? Yeah. Tenuous and weak. Right. I now this is. I'm not saying this isn't. This conversation isn't a step in the right direction because I believe it is, and I'm not. I'm not. You can't. You can't give up on these guidelines being effective um, without knowing what they look like. I mean, I'm open-minded yeah. to all of this. Right. Right? Um, but this, but, you know, Ross Dellinger, who wrote this story, also said in another article, I'll just, I'll just read the prelude to the article, NCA enforcement has been unwilling, unable to enforce bylaws fearing anti- antitrust suits while badly understaffed, okay? Oh, that's great. Down great. 15 to 20 staffers. But leaders, okay, this is what he says, but leaders are strongly urging them, the NCAA, to enforce NIL guidelines or else. Okay, now see, see the problem? We just outlined it. NCAA enforcement has been unwilling slash unable to enforce bylaws, fearing antitrust suits, while being badly understaffed. But leaders are strongly urging the NCA to enforce NIL guidelines. Quandary. They want college leaders want the NCA to step in. The NCA is understaffed. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. What do you do? <laughs> How do you That's enforce? That's what I call a conundrum right there. How do you enforce, for instance, tampering? That, oh, how man. do you stop With less it? staffers, too. Yeah. Well, if you had 100 NCA staffers, how are you enforcing it? I mean, there's probably. I mean, what are you, you going to tap? Are you, are you, are you, are you doing wiretaps wire here? We're doing wiretaps right. here. Yeah, is that what's going to go on here? Wiretaps. Yeah. How do people understand now? These players have nil agents. The high-profile players have nil agents, third party, talking to, talking. So there's indirect discussions. Right. Per per. Do you understand? I do. There's agents. I mean, yeah. Per, now, now you could say that. Well, they're representing the player. They can't tamper. That, 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 they, that they can't talk to other teams. Per Dellinger, Ross Dellinger's article here he says, since the NIL concept began last July, college officials say there is well documented evidence that boosters and collectives 
have arranged deals with prospects, many striking agreements before recruits sign with their new school. There is evidence of of some boosters even hosting prospects at their homes and flying them to visit campuses, which all constitutes NCAA violations leaders say. Do you know what the problem is here, Jake? What you just read, there are a lot of college football fans that you know Mm -hmm. that will tell you what, so why is that a problem? We can't even agree what the violations are. Phil. There's a lot of people in this building that would say, what, what, so? What's the problem? We don't even know. We, we don't even know as a college football fan group what should, we, don't, we can't even decide what the violation should be at this point. A lot of people will say, what, so? Those play, why can't those players be paid? Yeah, there's no guidelines right now. Well, but there, we can't even agree on what the guidelines I, I should know. be. <laughs> okay, do, do people agree there should be guidelines? Though I, I think a lot. I, th- I think, I think a lot I, will push back on I that. I think we would say yes. Yeah, but some would say why? Why do you need guidelines? Because there's got to be some sort of rationale, some reasoning here, right? Uh-huh. I mean, do you just want the wild, wild west. Is it, it's it's fun. It's kind of fun, wild, wild west. But is it sustainable? Is it healthy? You'd get, to be, you'd get varying opinions on that. I know. Gene Smith, AD at Ohio State, says, quote, what's happening now, I only know what I hear, is the inducements violate rules. Oh, come on. He know, he, he more than knows hopefully, what he hears. Hopefully this passes Monday and will give more clarity and guidelines, but then NCAA enforcement has to enforce. The schools need to enforce as well. At the end of the day, you have an institutional rep- responsibility to enforce, is what Gene Smith says. Well, again, right now, people that are listening are saying, what? What, what, are, you, what are you guys talking about? Enforce what? Well, there's so many levels to the conversation that it's <laughs> the one thing that they're talking about that's easily understandable is recruiting inducements to players who haven't signed letters right. of intent. Of letters of intent. Which NIL was never supposed to enter into that world. It wasn't supposed to be a recruiting inducement. Well, of course it is. So of though. course it was going to become yeah. that, right? Like, yeah, especially for the very top level players. Yeah, you're not getting. I mean, come on. There's stories about Arch Manning commanding uh, how, mu- how much money. I mean, right in our world, Dominic Rayola's son. I mean, there's no doubt that NIL is a huge part of that equation. Right. Yes. I mean, you almost can't be a five-star quarterback. Wouldn't it be very odd if a five-star quarterback just said, "I'm not. I don't need the money." Ah, uh, it'd be very odd. Yeah. Those guys are almost guaranteed. You know, almost a million dollars every time. Right. And almost. here's the thing about this: you have to understand, and and this is where I have to come clean on the air. If I had a, a grandson, Cashton, Alex, and they were Division One athletes being offered five hundred thousand dollars. Do you think I would tell their parents, no, don't do it, don't take it? No. Oh, if it's there, you, you, of course you take it. Now, do I think it's healthy for, the, for, the co- for college athletics? No, it's weird. But, and you know what? A lot of people don't really need it. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of people that don't really need it, but what, do you still turn it down? It'd look weird. It'd kind of look strange, right? So we're yeah we're just in this we've entered into an odd world and now what you're seeing in these re- 
reports, multiple reports from Ross Dellinger, was he SI.com? SI.com. Yeah. They're trying, college football leaders right now are in Arizona trying to get, they're trying to, trying to somehow corral it. They're trying to somehow put these guidelines in place that we've all, at, not all, that a lot of us have asked for. Not all. Not all. Some of us have asked for. But we can't even agree. There are people that say what is wrong with these recruits getting money. This is, we can't even agree on right. that. This, this is from John on the text line, 464-5685. The NCAA has given the universities a wink and a nod to police themselves. Yeah, right. This is like the old Southwest Conference. It's dirty. Yeah, well, you know what we're learning, though? You know what? The thing that I don't understand <laughs> about this. Nod to police okay, we used to, we used to, when I say we, college football fans, we used to say, yeah, wow, the, the SEC, this old Southwest, Southwest Athletic Conference. They they just they play dirty. Now we're encouraging dirty. Now we say, what's wrong with dirty? It's always been happening. We should just do it. I got it's. I guess it's just how you want to frame it up. Frame it up in terms of how you describe it. It's just, it's a spin. So now we're embracing what we used to call dirty, right? Yep. Now we're just full yeah. on embracing. What, what was dirty is now just. Part of the deal. Because the players deserve money. So now what we used to define as dirty pool, we just full-on hug and say, yeah, do it. But I'm telling you, NIL wasn't supposed to enter into the recruiting world. But, but it was it ever not going to do no, that? I, I, yeah. I mean, that that would have been un- that's unrealistic. It wasn't supposed to, but it always was going to. It's unrealistic. Yeah. You, neither you nor I are against the idea. Well, I'm, I'm okay, I'll just say I. I'm not against the idea of paying players. But there has to. It's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. They deserve. They, they, they deserve a piece of the pie. Absolutely. Yeah. But how do you make it work? That's what I've always. That's been my concern from the start, and my concerns have been validated. It, it is. It is a mess, and that's why these leaders are working. Don't tell me it's not a mess. Don't. Don't tell me it's not a mess. Don't tell me this is okay. Don't do that. Because you know better, right? Yeah. Don't try to tell me that. People still try to tell you that. Don't try. Don't do that. It's a mess. It's an ungodly mess. That's why. That's why they're trying to get their. That's why they're trying to do this. But I don't know. You gonna lean on the NCAA to take care of this? I thought we were the trying NCAA to push the NCAA. Falling. I thought we were trying to push the NCAA out the door. The NCAA is falling apart. Right. Well, people want it to fall apart. Yeah. So now we're now we're gonna bolster the enforcement staff, and and put it in their hands. People, That's the people answer. People are just flying by the seat of their pants. We've here. learned this. We've learned this. The schools aren't policing themselves. Like, like Johnson, they're just it's like a wink and a nod. Yeah, you can police yourselves. Schools ain't policing themselves. Oh yeah, we're we're policing ourselves. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're 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 following it closely over here, man. That ain't happening. <laughs> no, we learned that. The institutions? No way. <laughs> No way. No way. That ain't working. You rely on the institutions? Yeah, what what did what did Gene Smith say here, kid? That was like, come on. He said uh, From what I hear. From what I hear. That's what he said. Yeah. 
the sc- he says the school the schools need to enforce as well. At the end of the day, you have an institutional responsibility to enforce. Yeah, come on. I'd like to see Gene Smith enforce stuff on Ohio State. Well, I'm not going to be the big hottie guy here. Why don't you put someone? I will here, say then? this about Nebraska: their compliance staff watches everything closely. Okay, I know that for a fact. Nebraska's compliance staff watches everything closely. They, they, but, but come on. Do you think every school does? Do you think every school does? Absolutely not. No, no. They might have a compliance department, but they're probably just. And what do you say? Other stuff. What do you say to a coach that is on the verge of landing a five-star quarterback? Do you say you can't pay him? Sorry. That's against the rules. (laughs) No. Do you know how much that means to get a five-star quarterback in your program? It means it's a everything. Program changer. Yeah, you say no, can't do. We can't. We can't participate in this. I'm sorry, <laughs> that quarterback's going to have to go to your conference rival. <laughs> it's too bad. What a wonderful world we live in with NIL. I, again, we uh, didn't intend on talking about that, but I, I saw it throughout the show. I had to talk about it. That's fascinating. Though, though, I mean, the Ross Dellinger, Ross Dellinger of SI.com is down there writing some very interesting reports. I'm sure there'll be more to come from that uh, over the weekend. More next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.